1: and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So much to talk about now as we prepare for the start of the playoffs with the Pittsburgh Penguins next up on the Islanders' agenda. We will start to talk about that series. We'll look back at this season and statistically in a few ways I think you'll find very interesting. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me Wednesday night tonight at 8 30 p.m. Eastern time to get in on the action Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. So there's a lot to talk about and this was a very strange hockey season so we're gonna sort of try to normalize everything a little bit, Uh, you know, the statistics are in, and you can go online, look up the numbers uh, over a 56-game season, you know, how all the players did, but what if this was an 82-game season? We're going to look at the numbers and extrapolate them out to an 82-game season, and uh, basically show you how some of the Islanders players did over the course of the season, if it were a little bit more statistically normal. We have our weekly farm report. We'll talk about some of the impact players down in Bridgeport, now to be known as the Bridgeport Islanders. We'll talk about that as well. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and of course, we'll start to look ahead to the series against the Penguins. If you've got a, an Islanders-related something on your mind, a question, a a, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss Please feel free to email the show, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and happenings, and I'll also be live-tweeting during every Islanders playoff game. Uh, as far as they go in the playoffs. So, let's get this out of the way right away. Uh, Islanders basically announcing that the removal of Simeon Varlamov from the season finale in Boston was precautionary, that he felt a little tightness, and he could have continued, had this been a playoff game, he probably would have continued, but to err on the side of caution, the uh, Islanders and Barry Trotz removed Varlamov at the start of the third period and had uh, Ilya Sorokin finish up. And look, at the end of the day, the important thing is, where is Simeon Varlamov once the season gets underway? We will keep an eye on uh, his status and let you know the latest goings-on considering uh, Simeon Varlamov. But the initial report from the Islanders is that Varley should be okay. So uh, that is uh, encouraging news. Now, you know, we'll start here with some of the statistical information because it was such a strange season, 56 games. What I did, I took the numbers, I crunched them out, and basically wanted to give everybody an idea of what these numbers equal if the player played all 82 games. Now, look, some of these players missed time due to injury, so the numbers are going to be a little bit uh, more skewed. But, you know, so if a guy played 50 games, I divided the number of goals by 50, then multiplied that by 82 and figured out what they would have gotten uh, in an 82-game season if they stayed on this pace. And I think you'll find it a little, a little bit uh, interesting. Uh, obviously the Islanders' leading uh, point-getter would still be Matthew Barzal. And Barzi over an 82-game season, this is what he did, it would have been 25 goals and 67 points in 82 games. So you'll quickly find out, no Islander, obviously, this year, was on a point-a-game pace. Uh, Josh Bailey had... Uh, 12 goals and 41 assists, so that's a 53-point pace. Brock Nelson, 26 goals, which uh, basically would have uh, put him second on the team in goals over the course of a season, and 48 points for Brock Nelson over an 82-game schedule. Jordan Eberle, 24 goals, 49 points. Nick Letty uh, would have been... Uh, right at the top in assists, three goals, 42 uh, assists, so a 45-point season for Nick Letty uh, if it was 82 games. Anthony Bevilier, uh, who did miss uh, you know a number of games, was scratched a few times, was injured a few times, but uh, Bo's numbers, 26 goals, 49 points over the course of an 82-game pace. J.G. Pajot, 21 goals, 21 assists, 42 points, which are solid numbers for a third-line center. Oliver Wallstrom, if you played him all 82 games and he stayed on pace, 22 goals, 39 points, not bad for a rookie. Anders Lee, and obviously Lee played fewer games than any other player. But for Anders Lee, he was on pace for 36 goals and 57 points. So Lee would have been the Cy Young Award winner with 36 goals, 21 assists. Ryan Pulak, 3 goals, 25 points. Scotty Mayfield, 3 goals, 22 points. Casey Cizikis, uh was on pace for 10 goals and 20 points. Noah Dobson, again, uh, looking at his year, first full year, Uh, extrapolates out to five goals and 25 points. Adam Pellick, six goals, 21 points. Cal Clutterba uh, was on pace for seven goals and 18 points. Matt Martin, nine goals and 17 points, which is almost double his goal total from a year ago. Uh, Uncle Leo, two goals, 19 points. Andy Green, two goals, eight points. Kyle Palmieri, if you take his numbers, and with the Islanders only, and extrapolate them out across the season, this is disappointing. 10 goals, 20 points. Michael Dalcole, 3 goals, 13 points. Kiefer Bellows, again, a very small sample size. So small that you really can't do a lot about it, but he was on pace for an 18-goal season with his 3 goals Uh, and no assists, so he would have 18 goals and 18 points, and then Travis Zajac, who struggled since joining the Islanders, six goals and 12 points, if you put it over uh, the course of 82 games with the Isles. What we learn from all of these numbers, uh, a few things. First of all, obviously, Anders Lee was at a very, very high pace when his season was disrupted, and he was by far the most dangerous goal scorer on this team. We learned that the Islanders had a lot of scoring balance, that you extrapolate this out, and the Islanders realistically would have had seven 20 goal scorers. Well, you know, 130 goal scorer, six 20 plus goal scorers. That's impressive balance, but there still isn't that one player. That is so dangerous that you feel like you've got to take care of him, you've got to check him, etc., and slow him down. There is no Mike Bossy on this team. Nick Letty, uh, a very strong season on pace for the 42 assists. That's impressive. And overall, this team still needs more help offensively over the course of the season. No question about that. We've got a lot more to talk about. We've got our farm report, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a look ahead to the series against the Penguins, all that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use. You could talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates. Post game breakdowns and reacting to breaking news, and you could share your experiences on the app. So, uh, you could start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and and games, and talk with other sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives all in real time. Now, don't forget, I host the Locked On Islanders Room every Wednesday at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Time. We go for a half hour. Always great to talk to fellow Islander fans and anything that's on your mind, feel free to join me. So I'm hosting the Locked On Islanders room Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. All you need to do, download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link to your Twitter account, and join the Locked On Islanders group. Follow me at Locked On Islanders to be notified when my room goes live. So come with your spiciest takes on the Locker Room app. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Built Bar, still the best-tasting protein bar ever, 18 amazing flavors, all of them covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. If you're trying to stay healthy, it it tastes like you're cheating on your diet, but you're doing something good for your body, and some of these flavors are nut-free, some of them do have nuts, whatever your preference is, and listen to some of these flavors, lemon-almond cheesecake, German chocolate. Banana bread, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, peanut butter brownie. You can't go wrong. They're great for the keto diet because they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So it's time for our weekly farm report, and uh, look, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, first of all now, as we mentioned earlier this week, have changed their name to the Bridgeport Islanders for next season, but the Sound Tigers uh, basically finishing up what was a strange 24-game season. They played all of those 24 games against only two teams, the Providence Bruins, and the Hartford Wolf Pack. And look, they finished 8 14 and 2 in a three team division. But here's the good news coming out of Bridgeport right now they started off really, really sluggish at 3 13 and 1, but they finished the season on a 5 1 and 1 roll. And that really was encouraging. They also did not experience any COVID-related scheduling delays, so they were at least able to complete the schedule and allow these prospects and players to not have a completely lost season, which would have been the case if they did not get any action at all. Uh, One of the biggest highlights of the season from an Islander's perspective is Samuel Bolduc, uh he was the second round pick for the Islanders back in two thousand nineteen and out of all the prospects, he probably had the best and you know, look, he's twenty years old right now. He's got great size, six foot four, two hundred and thirteen pounds. and basically, you know, he was second on the team with six goals. 8. Point, uh 8-14 points had 49 shots on goal and on a team that struggled all year long was a plus 5 uh which was first among all the defensemen on the team and Brent Thompson really high on him thinks he'll be able to join the Islanders eventually and and because of his size and skating ability he'll have a future in the uh NHL. Now, he's going to be 20 until December of this year. And it's very possible they call him up during the playoffs, give him a taste of practice and being with the NHL team, maybe to make a little bit of an impression, maybe to feel out. some of the uh coaches and, and, and get an idea of his teammates, what they do, what what is called on at the NHL level, and the speed of the practices and and and, and all of that. So I think this was for Bullduck a very, very strong season, and he made a big impression on the Islanders brass. Meanwhile, uh 2019 first-round pick, Simon Holmstrom, he struggled a little bit. Now basically played in 24 games, three goals, seven points. Not really uh, a great set of numbers. Last year, he had eight goals and 15 points in 46 games. So, you know, you almost double the games and the points get cut. So that wasn't really uh, a great season. But look, at the end of the day, again, like Bolduc, Holmstrom, still only, uh, well, he's almost 20 years old, he'll be 20 in a couple of weeks, and at the end of the day, you got to expect that he will continue to develop, and really, again, making that adjustment from Europe to North America, and that is going to be uh, something to look for, and look, he did play some games in Sweden in their top minor league, league level, and uh, also played well in the World Junior Tournament. So, yeah, you know, sort of a a mixed season overall for Holmstrom. Meanwhile, Otto Koivula, who also played in Europe, 11 points in 14 games, three of them goals, uh, basically ended up being in the AHL and, you know, again, an up-and-down Kind of a season for Coivola had nine points in his last 14 games, but no points before that. And the question becomes uh, with Coivola, Casey Sizikas is a potential free agent at the end of this season. Coivola is eligible for the expansion draft, so it is possible whether he's with the Islanders or the Seattle Kraken or somewhere else next year uh that Otto Koivula will get an n h l opportunity, and he has to uh work pretty hard in order to make that happen Bodie wild, another player who uh again twenty one years old uh three goals for the season and played very well down the stretch also a big guy six foot four but only two hundred and one pounds and look, he's still going to need a little more seasoning when all is said and done. He is the type of guy who needs to physically fill out a little bit more, but again, you see some potential there, and that is certainly encouraging. Another guy who had a a good year who wasn't even drafted uh, is Kyle McClain. McClain... uh, Basically, he's 21 years old, played 22 games, and two goals, six assists, eight points, but uh, again, one of those guys who really knows how to play the defense-first physical back-checking system that the Islanders prefer, and that is an important factor in keeping him in the organization and allowing him to create some depth there. So. Uh, hopefully, the Islanders, uh, you know, they'll keep him around probably next year. He'll be in the AHL, but one of those guys that, if necessary, you could plug him in for a game or two and not have to worry too much about it. Now, the uh, goaltending situation, Jakub uh, you know, tough, tough year for him. He's 21 years old, still trying to learn about the way the game is played uh, here in North America and working on his game, but look, over the last two years, he has only played 28 AHL games. Last year, he was the backup. This year, he was the primary starter, but it was such a strange year. Here is a kid who I think was really hurt by the disruption of the 2019-2020 season and the abbreviation of this season, expect more from Jakob Skarick in 2021-2022 when he finally gets the opportunity, most likely, to be the starting goaltender in the AHL and try to take a team and, you know, lead them somewhere over the course of the season. All right, we've got more to get to. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day. We'll start talking about this series in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in a matter of minutes. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com/lockedonNHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T.com/lockedonNHL to start growing your savings today. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. You can also bet on things like the the Preakness and the Belmont Stakes, the second and third legs of the Triple Crown. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and this is a slightly obscure one, but happy 40th birthday to former Islanders center Bracken Kearns. Kearns, a native of North Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, spent four years at the University of Calgary, was not drafted, started out with the Toledo Storm of the East Coast League but worked his way up through the minors and made his NHL debut with the Florida Panthers in 2011-2012, caught on for a couple of years with the Sharks, and then joined the Islanders organization in 2015-2016, played four total games with the Islanders, although he did spend two productive seasons with the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, later played in the Devils organization before finishing his hockey career in Austria at the end of the 2018-2019 season. Bracken Kearns appeared in 35 NHL games, had three goals, three assists, and six points, also suited up for seven NHL playoff games, all of those with the San Jose Sharks, but we're going to remember his best game offensively with the New York Islanders, April 9th. 2016 at the Barclays Center. Buffalo Sabres are the guests. Linus Olmark in goal for Buffalo on that night. Christopher Gibson was the goalie for the New York Islanders. Islanders got on the board first after a scoreless first period. Scotty Mayfield, his first of the year from Casey Sezekis and Steve Bernier at 203 of the second period, and the Islanders led 1-0. But Matt Molson, the former Islander, got his eighth from Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhart at 5'10", and then Evan Rodriguez, his first from Ryan O'Reilly and Nicholas Delorier at 17'57". After 40 minutes, the Isles trailed 2-1. But in the third period, with Mayfield off for holding, the Islanders get a shorthanded goal, Alan Quine, his first from Bracken Kearns, our Islanders' birthday of the day at 2.07. That tied the game at two. Brian Gianta got a goal three and a half minutes later to put Buffalo back ahead, but John Tavares answered for the Islanders at 1334. His 33rd from Calvin Dahan. We went to overtime. In the overtime period at 246, Brian Gianta got his second of the game and gave Buffalo the victory, four to three in OT. But the Islanders did get a point, and for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bracken Kearns, his only point as an Islander, it was an assist, he was a plus one, and he saw 18 minutes and 15 seconds worth of ice time in this game. So, uh, a very happy birthday, a very happy 40th birthday to former Islanders' center Bracken Kearns. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Islanders and Penguins, we don't know the date yet as to when this series will get underway, but I can tell you about this. Uh, Thursday and Friday of this week, we have a special two-part crossover episode with the host of Locked on Penguins, so we will have in-depth analysis about this series from both perspectives, and uh, we will get you caught up on all the matchups, all the things you need to know Heading into that series, the keys to victory for both teams, and how both teams are viewing this series. So make sure you join us Thursday and Friday, a two-part special crossover episode, which will give you the most in-depth preview of this series that you're going to get anywhere. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for us today on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back tomorrow with the first of those two parts uh, preview with the crossover episode with Locked On Penguins. Don't forget to join me 8.30 p.m. tonight on the Locker Room app as we have our weekly Locked On Islanders chat please stop by. Always great to talk to the fans and talk Islanders hockey. I love it. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.